He's a snake, he's a rat. I fucking hate him and I'm I'm, I'm excited that the world he's been exposed to the world that he's he's, he's, he's a bum. another episode of shirts versus skins on to episode number 28 and for today's show we got a lot of stuff to cover but first of all we got two guests here so i'm gonna let you guys introduce yourselves whoever wants to go first go ahead go <laughs> i'm alban uh they call me zarafa so okay i'm here i'm here to take over oh. <laughs> what's up guys it's semzo and it's go big blue forever Mm-hmm. Let him know. All right. <laughs> so sticking on to the 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 football talk, um, the NFL draft done, over with. Uh, we got Giants fans. We got a Jet fan. Tiku, you want to go first because we we all see that clip of your reaction to when the Eagles traded, to to kind of mess the Giants over. So let us know. What what are your thoughts? Listen, before we get into NFL talk, let's talk about this intro, new intro. Shout out to Semzo. Semzo's the one that made it. The shit is fire, so we appreciate it, Semzo. You know, talk your shit, bro. Anytime, anytime. And we're we're definitely going to, like, drop a link to your social media in the uh, caption or whatever so people know where to go. As long as you guys like it. 100%. So, getting into the NFL draft, it's been almost... What a week now. Um, a lot of shit happened. You know, we had our live raw reaction during our live stream during it. But I think first off, let's talk about number three, the Niners pick. I guess a lot of people got G'd from the pick that they that who they picked, Trey Lance. Not a meta me though. If you looked at our mock draft right before our final mock draft, we both had Trey Lance going to the Niners, but it was definitely a lot of misleading reports everything going around you know saying about how old they were going for mac jones i mean we made a very like uh, like adamant on this podcast that we did not think mac jones was going to be the third pick like without a doubt but definitely definitely trade lance i like the pick but i want to hear what you guys say so samzil what's up man let's hear what do you think about trade lance uh let me start with saying first when they made that trade and after the reports came out that trevor lawrence was going first and, and the Jets were in on Zach Wilson. In my mind, I was like, all right, San Fran's making a move for Justin Fields. But then reports started coming up that they really like Mac Jones and yada, yada, yada. And don't get me wrong, he had a good college career, but I was like, come on, you can't give up three first-rounders for Mac Jones, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could get him later in the round. They were, what, 12th overall? Yeah. 12th, 13th, whatever it was. You were going to get him over there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And... Then, then closer to the draft, they were like, oh, they don't even know Trey Lance, Mac Jones. Apparently, only the head coach knew. Other coaches didn't know. I still put Justin Fields in there in my mocks. I, um, I thought they were just throwing out smoke screens. And they went with Trey Lance. Listen, the kid's, the kid's not bad. He's talented. Small school. It's a risky pick. They, they gave up a lot of draft value for that. But... Shanahan came out and said Garoppolo is still the starting quarterback. And I guess, I don't know, they're going to see who the hot hand is or they're going to play one year with Garoppolo and have Trey Lance wait and learn. Apparently, he's a really, really smart kid. So I'm sure he's going to do what it takes to get that starting job. And let's see. I mean, 
I'm a Giants fan and they're in the NFC, so I hope it doesn't work <laughs> out for them. But oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's hopefully not. Well, I mean, for me, I thought, uh, you know, just passing on Mac Jones, that was already a win for me. Um, I think Mac Jones is a good quarterback, but not at three. I mean, you know, don't trade away three first rounders for Mac Jones. That does not make sense. Um, and I think Trey Lance, a perfect, perfect spot for him because now he doesn't have to start day one. He could, he could sit back, watch Jimmy G, and then obviously take over maybe next year or maybe late this year. So I think it's a perfect spot for him. He's very talented. He, um, he's unexperienced. I think we played like one, one college game last year. So perfect spot. And yeah, I mean, bro, they already have a solid, solid team. So now you plug in Trey Lance. I'm mean, just watch out for the 49ers, maybe like two, three years. Yeah, a little bit of risky. He only, what, played 17 college games. It's a risk, one, but it's high risk, high reward if it works out. Yeah. They're either exactly. going to look like the geniuses in the draft or they're going to look really stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, if you're giving up that much, you have to risk it for the biscuit. You're not going to go take a safe pick like Mac Jones. Like, yeah, 100%. Move up all the way to, like Semzo was saying, to move up all the way to pick number three just to go get a quarterback that could have went mid-round, even later in the round. If if the Patriots weren't bad this season and were later in the draft, I don't think anyone was picking up Mac Jones. But I think the reason that so many people were thinking that Mac Jones was going to go to the 49ers was because he fit that that mold, that um, that Jimmy Garoppolo mold, you know, like a quarterback. Game manager. Yeah, like a straight-up game manager. Yeah, he's not really athletic, can – they kept saying he's athletic in the pocket. What does that even mean? <laughs> like that's 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 so stupid. That doesn't even make sense. But Trey, uh, I like I like the pick. I would have went with Justin Fields. I think he's safer. I think Justin Fields might be the best quarterback in this draft. I know Trevor Lawrence is he's good, but nice. he's Justin Fields, especially. I mean, the position that Trevor Lawrence is being put in, Jacksonville. I mean it's hard to succeed out there no matter who you are. You know what I mean? But I mean, we're going to see, we're going to see how it plays out. He's uh, I, I wasn't really surprised with the pick. I didn't think that they were going to take Matt, Matt Jones. I like how you guys bring up Justin Fields a lot because Semzo, you had him on your mock draft going to, to Niners. And I thought it was either between Trey Lance or Justin Fields. Like it was not Matt Jones. Honestly, if Zach Wilson, who knows if the Jets didn't pick him, I think he probably was like quarterback one for them, but Justin Fields. A lot of people talk about him. He might be like you said, even better than Trevor Lawrence. And um, me personally, the whole season he was number two, and then he just dropped out of nowhere. Like they just they started. You know what it is? I think that the media plays such a large role 100%. in how and how people perceive these quarterbacks and players in general, and. Not to get into like a race issue or anything like that, but white quarterbacks are always picked before black quarterbacks. Yeah, that's a fact. And, 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 that was with Mac Jones. and it's always about like uh, off the field issues or like mm. like you see so many TikToks about like oh he's not really a hard worker this that like it, it doesn't even how can he not be a hard worker but go get hurt in a game against who, who was it Clemson, Clemson. he went like, thirty five for forty seven and throw for like four hundred yards or whatever he threw for. It was insane. Like, and then you're calling him not a, you cannot put up those numbers and not be a hard worker. That makes no yeah. sense. Yeah. I, I also have Justin Fields ahead of Trevor Lawrence. Call me crazy. I just don't buy the hype. But um, I think the reason he fell is because the, the medical reports that came out 
uh, about he has um, like seizures. He gets right? seizures. Yeah. Epilepsy. He has epilepsy. Yeah. Even though he's played his whole college career with it and his whole family had it and they said that it's not that major and it should go away. But we've seen crazy things happen. We've, we've seen a lot of first-round graded players uh, yeah. with medical concerns who, who always drop because teams are afraid. Yeah. That's, that's my yeah. reasoning as to why I believe he fell. And um, I like him. I think he's going to be a good quarterback. But I hope the Bears start uh, Andy Dalton the whole season so the oh. Giants get a better pick in the draft. <laughs> oh, yeah. So let's segue into that. Massive, massive news, especially also Giants fan. Right after Trader Dave, Trader Dave, <laughs> Trader, hell yeah, bro! All of a sudden, that might be the Joe Judge effect. But talking about that trade itself, oh, right after the Eagles, the Eagles and the Cowboys, you could, if you just go look at the live stream, my reaction was just, I was actually distraught for like the rest of the night because it just, it was just embarrassing. Like, how do the Eagles into in in the division trade with each other to fuck the Giants? Just, just sad. Just sad. Oh, I like. Two times, uh, the trade and last year at the yeah. end of the season. Yeah, so Eagles are like target number one for the Giants and for Giants fans when, we, when we're in the stadium because they're going to let fans into the stadium. But talking about that trade with Chicago, Chicago traded up to our pick, gave us a first <laughs> round next year and uh, I believe a third rounder next year. And what do you guys thought about that trade, Giants fans? Let's go. Senzo, talk to me. I know you like you were very excited for that trade. Um, I'll tell you this much, guys. My number one guy I really, really wanted was Micah Parsons. I think he's a game changer. And if it wasn't Micah Parsons, I, I really wanted Devontae Smith. And being a Giants fan, we got to deal with both of them twice a year now. Crazy, um, right? The Cowboys did what the Cowboys always do. It's, uh, it's, the, it's, it's the NFC East versus the Giants, basically. Yeah. And sure. they took a deal from Philly. And because because both of the both the corners they wanted were gone. They wanted Sertan and JC Horn. Um, so they trade with Philly, which is absurd to me. And Philly jumps us to get Devontae Smith because they know we're gonna grab him. And then Philly just waits. Uh, I'm sorry, Dallas just waits. And the Giants, I guess they were concerned with the stupid reports about Parsons, which didn't really make no sense. You know what I'm saying? The, the kid's 20, 20, 21 years old now. The reports are about when he's 16, 17. It's not that big of a deal, you know? Um, but the Giants had an opportunity over there to, to take Parsons, and they traded back. I was – at first, when I, when I saw trade, I, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of pissed because I really wanted Parsons. But I, I did tell you, Tico, that I, that I would love to trade down because there's so much value in this draft, yep. especially for offensive line. But we'll get to that. Um, and when when I saw the trade down, when I saw the, the trade details, how we got them for a first-round pick, I was like, now at 20, you could take whoever. You can't even fuck this up. You you get, you're getting a first-round first pick next year. You got a fifth-round pick this year that you didn't even have. And you make your selection at 20, who, who's there. And I guess, I guess, I guess it work, I, I hope it works out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I really like the kid Tony. Um, he's he's a dog. He's a little raw, but I, I like he he's very agile. He can move. Yeah, do that a little bit. <laughs> um, and slot receiver is gonna be a problem for us because Shep's always hurt. And Shep, after this year, I don't think he'll be a giant anymore. It's sad. Yeah. He's gonna be a cap casualty. He's due a lot of money this year. 
And even if you cut him this year, you're going to eat that in the dead cap. So they're going to probably get rid of him the year after. And hopefully it works out. Okay. Alban, yeah. what are your thoughts about it? All right. So to start off, out of the three receivers in the draft, well, the two, the two Bama receivers, I like Jalen Waddle way better. Way more, way more. I think that uh, Devontae is going to be – he's going to be good, but I don't think he's going to be as good as everyone expects him to be. So when Jalen picked up uh, – got picked in the – by the yeah. Dolphins, six pick, right, I think it was? Seven, I don't remember. Yeah. Six, six. I was upset. But I was like, all right, whatever. We're going to end up with Devontae. So I was like, all right, cool. Then J.C. Horn gets picked up, and I was like, let's go because I don't – like fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> I want the I wanted him gone. And then Patrick Sertain gets picked up. And I was like, oh, the Cowboys are fucked. They're gonna take Michael Parsons. Then I'm chilling with my boys, whatever. And then I see trade. And I'm like, no. Philly goes up. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. That so, was everybody's reaction. For yo, I, was, I was like, the first thing that thought that comes to mind is how do you make a trade within the division? Like you're Giving them and and the trade was like for like barely anything. What they get like a third round pick, I think, or a fourth yeah. round pick, something third, like that. It was like a third rounder to move up to. That makes no sense. So like I like it, it. It made no sense to me why they would do that, other than to fuck over the Giants. But then Philly picking him also doesn't really make sense because Philly has so many different needs. Why are you taking a wide receiver? You just took a wide receiver in the first round last year too, right? Jalen Rieger. Rieger. Yeah. Yep. So like you're taking two wide. I receivers. saw Justin Jefferson. By the way. When you have so many different, so many different needs, I don't know, it just didn't really make sense to me. And then we traded down, and I was so happy, so happy. I was like, "Wow, we finally, finally, this guy went and made a trade back." He was like, "Oh, for what? Fifty-four, I think it was. I think so. Fifty-three. Fifty-three. Finally made a trade back, and he, he, we won that deal." If we got no one, like a trash player in the first round. If we took a round two player in the first round, we still would have won that deal. You guys think NASCAR is going to add a right turn now? (laughs) You you guys saw that? You guys saw the report by Daniel Jeremiah? He's like, there'll be a right turn in NASCAR before Dave Gettleman (laughs) trades down. (laughs) I think NASCAR's got to rethink their roads. Um, do you, do you yeah. as as Giants fans, since you guys all think it was a successful trade back, do you think it does it more often oh, yeah. now that it worked out? By far, I, I'll listen to. I like Tony a lot, and I think and, uh, another point just to make: there was two teams that picked after us. I think it was the 49ers and who picked 29th? Well, 29th might have been Saints or Packers. The Saints. Tonight uh, was Green Bay. Green Bay. It was Green Bay. And the 49ers that both said the one player that we wanted to fall to us was Tony. And he was, was Urban Meyer said that. He was heartbroken. Yeah. Oh, Urban Meyer. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So I was like, wow. Like, I'm, if we took a player that Urban Meyer sees as a great player and other teams also saw as a great player, and then we ended up getting a first rounder, like a First rounder within the trade. And then our, in our second round, we also picked a guy that slipped to the second round. It wasn't supposed to slip to the second round. I mean, we, we couldn't have had a better draft. Yeah, I was I was texting you guys, telling you, like, at 20, we have to get Aziz. We have to. And if it's not Aziz, then then you get a tackle. You know what I'm saying? Whoever's there, I believe Darisol was there. I yeah. hope they don't regret it. Um, 
against we did get a receiver who's a slot receiver. It's very easy to find a slot receiver, and it's kind of a luxury pick. But he's but not just a receiver, though. He's a playmaker. He, he he's definitely a playmaker, but a gadget. He, yeah, exactly. here's the thing. Now that that just goes to show us that they're all in on Daniel Jones. Plus, that trade gives us the luxury where let's say after all of this, Daniel Jones is not the guy. We have two first rounders next year that we can give up and move up to get whoever they believe is their quarterback. And if we're not, who knows? Maybe uh, Deshaun Watson will be will clear his name by then, and we can make a move for him. Yeah, that's that's actually a really great point that you brought up about how listen, give Daniel Jones. Listen, there's no freaking excuses for Daniel Jones this season. I'm sorry, bro. I understand it last season where his number one weapon was Slayton and Wayne Gallman and, and Golden Tate for whatever games he played. But And the old line was a, a pretty young old line. But now you got another season of experience for the old line. You got Galladay. You got Darius Tony. You got Saquon coming back healthy. There's really no excuses for Daniel Jones. And I hope and I pray that he does have a really good season because it just makes our life easier. We know that we got a quarterback that we can, that we know that we can win a Super Bowl with. That's our guy. And you have those two first rounders that you can use for not even just a star quarterback, but for a star player, regardless of it. Maybe you go for a star defensive player and we're in such a good position. And talking about that trade down overall, like Alban said, just a, Great, great night for the for the Giants in general. In general, what we did that night it was it was sensational. And Dave Gellman trading down. There's all that talk about how oh he's well he never trades down it or anything. I really believe that notion behind him is the reason why we got a first rounder from Chicago. Everybody knows that he doesn't trade down. So you gotta if you really want that pick, you gotta get three. You have to. And that that just gave us just a perfect opportunity to get a haul for for the 11th pick. And you can say about Chicago, listen, Chicago gave up a lot, but they're potentially getting a franchise quarterback. They so, were desperate, though. They're the best player they in the draft. They were, they were desperate. desperate. And like how you guys think is the best quarterback in the draft, but yeah, playing the draft. Potentially. So it's a good deal if it, if it like, pans out. A good deal both ways. It could really be a good deal both ways. But, we're looking at it from a Giants perspective. Yeah, exactly. All that. We're hoping, like, we're hoping Chicago plays like garbage and we get a top 10 pick. I hope Andy Dalton starts all 17 games. Chicago, oh, we got a tough Chicago schedule, also, Chicago. They also dropped their tackle just recently. They cut him. Yeah. And they but got they drafted Tevin there. Jenkins, who's an absolute dog. Yeah. I, I would have loved him on Steel. the Giants. Yeah, um, in the second round. But to, add yeah. on to the to the Daniel Jones conversation. Um the offensive line, I know it wasn't good last year, but you have to understand that every, like, all the other positions play a part in it. You know, when you have wide receivers that aren't separating, yeah, there's the other teams are playing straight up man, and they're pressuring you like crazy. So now, when you now bring in a wide receiver like Kenny Galladay, you have Darius Slayton, you have Shepard coming back, because Shepard was hurt, what, like half yeah. of the season? Yeah. Uh, and you have Tony, and you have Saquon coming back, who's a great receiving back, you know, out the back. Daniel Jones coming back healthy. You heard you heard the comments that Joe just said about 90% of the NFL wasn't going to play if, if they had the same injury that Daniel Jones had. So if you have And he still flew to back, Seattle, by the way, to play that game. Yeah, yeah. And he was and he pissed off. Yep, yep. And now you have an offensive line that has that 
that continuity that they just didn't have. They constantly were switching. You have a backup in Nate Solder, who's a veteran. You know, he's I'm not expecting much from him, but to guide to guide someone like Matt Pert, you know what I mean? Like, I can give him that guidance. You need that veteran yeah. and somebody who can come in. If Matt Pert, for example, is having a bad game, Nate Solder could go and fill in for him for a drive or two, whatever, you know, give him a break. And it just it helps a lot with everybody that we gain. I mean, we, I think we. Yeah, I, I agree with Alban over there. I think getting all the guys back. Uh, there was a stat. I think Daniel Jones literally played one quarter with it with his starting lineup last year, yep. and it was against Chicago. And then, and then of course Saquon got hurt, and he still almost came back to win that game. Now you bring these guys back. They're gonna they're gonna hopefully. It looks like we're gonna have an off season program. They're gonna be at OTAs. Daniel Jones, the, being the leader that he is, flew everybody out to Arizona. They were working out. Yeah. You know, they're back in town. They're going to basketball games. At least they're all cool with each other. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, again, we have, we have the band back together. And the problem with him was the receivers couldn't get open. Mm-hmm. Shep is broken down, can't get open. Oh, Slayton oh, is very God. limited in his route tree. And they brought in Galladay, who, I, who doesn't get separation, but that's his thing. He catches the ball with it. or without separation. So if Daniel Jones big. feels like he's in trouble – and just throw big. it up to Galladay. Yeah. And they still and have Evan Ingram, too. Yeah. I think uh, – uh, let me just add this because nobody said anything about it yet. Our dark horse signing, I think the best – he no. could be the best signing is Kyle Rudolph. And I'll tell you why. Because he, he went from being a great receiving tight end to being a great blocking tight end. Both. And when you have Galladay, Kyle Rudolph, Saquon who could run the ball, Tony who makes guys miss – and you're at the five-yard line, two-yard line, who's going to play defense on you? At the same time, with all these guys hurt and, and no receiver who could actually get open and Evan Ingram who, who couldn't catch a ball if it was handed to him. Only, you know only what I'm that he wasn't supposed to catch it, he caught it. Exactly. Well, that he what wasn't, what he wasn't teams did was all they did was, pl- was just blitz. You play man and blitz. No, you don't have to double cover anybody. You don't ha- even have to cover Ingram because he can't catch. So what's the you know what I'm saying? That's why he he got he accumulated all these sacks, but I'm I'm also happy the fumbles decreased from year one to year two, Big and time. now now this year it needs to increase uh, excuse me decrease some more, and I I believe that the interceptions will start deteriorating, and the touchdown numbers will go up, and with uh, the Adoree Jackson signing, I think we should we should have a top ten top seven defense, top five. Hopefully, I mean, listen, the Giants' defense was was outstanding last season, regardless of all the signings and the picks that we had. That third-round pick, Robinson out of UCF, just just adding on to our man to man guy. very good secondary, an elite secondary. Robinson, just, he's going to be perfect in a Graham defense. When you talk about our secondary, when you look around the whole board, you got a Dory Jackson we just brought in, James Bradbury who played like a top three cornerback, Logan Ryan, Julius Peppers, Xavier McKinney, Robinson. Man, it's just stacked all the way. But I'm, I'm going to say one point, and I'm going to ask you guys a question. First of all, point, uh, Senzo, what you said about that wide receiving core that don't get a lot of separation, that's what makes sense about this Kandarius Tony pick. Kandarius Tony, maybe he was a first-round talent, without a doubt. Like you said, Urban Meyer wanted him. He was the player that he missed out on. And he makes sense for the team when you talk about, like you said, about Galladay that doesn't get a lot of separation, but that's his thing. Throw it up in the ball, he'll get it. Uh, Slayton, who's who's a great route runner, but he's not a 
separated. Shepard, Shepard, bro, Shepard, he might be one concussion away from retiring from the NFL, <laughs> to, to be quite honest. And it sucks to say because Shepard been there for a very long time, and he's a Giants favorite. But He's the longest tenure Giant on the roster. Exactly. We all love him, but, you know, you got to do your thing. Tony, I said it as soon as we draft him, I'm like, this guy is going to be Tyree Kill light. He's not going to be a Tyree Kill, but that's one why I say light. He's going to be a level below him, but he's going to do what Tyree Kill does. And it just makes a lot of sense, a lot of sense why we drafted him. And thinking about the Tony pick, I believe the Giants were thinking about trading down as soon as Jalen Waddle got traded. I really do believe that. I really don't think, think looking at it, I don't think we were even going to go Devontae Smith if we had the pick. I really don't. They I think were. They were going Devontae Smith. Did you? Uh, he was in New York all week. He went to a Knicks game. No. And and, and uh, the funny part is, did you guys see the picture where he, he looks where, depressed? He then, looks yeah, he looks so pissed off to be in Philly. Mind you, it's it's with his previous quarterback. They were on the same team, Jalen Hurts. And uh, I'm telling you guys, man, people want to be here. People want to play for a coach like Joe Judge. Tough. Yeah. He's go with his players. It's all about respect, and, and you play for your, your brothers. Yeah. Um. By the way, I, I wanted to mention something about the, the Aaron Robinson pick. That also, again, they, we could have took a tackle over there. I'm super pissed we didn't address offensive line. But again, if if they keep if they keep reiterating to us that they believe in the guys that they got, after Solo took that pay cut, he's gonna play swing tackle. He's gonna, he's a good vet. At the end of the day, he knows how to play the position. Yeah, he's been a turnstile in the past, but he's also been a Pro Bowler in the past. You know what I mean? So yes. he could teach them. Yeah, he he might not have the same ability. Well, who knows? He might. We'll see. He's also been dealing with a lot of personal stuff. Yeah. So I do wish that they would have took a tackle, guard, center, whatever the case may be there. But they felt as if that would have been reach a reach in, on their board. And who knows? Maybe this kid is going to be a Logan Ryan replacement because he plays safety also. Yeah, he does. And Logan Ryan has one or, two, I believe, two more years on, on his deal. So he, he, if, if he learns the system, Graham got his extension. Graham will make him the best player he can be. And the future should look bright, especially on defense. It looks good. Defense, it looks good. I'm not super worried about. Leonard Williams is back, baby. Thank you, the Jets. Third-round pick. You could have that. We'll give you you a third-round pick every year for a 12-sack guy. Yo, we got the third-round pick. If I speak. So, we're good. On Leo Williams. Let's go from from the blue side of New York to the green side of New York. Before we go, Go um, I saw Ahmed's mock draft. Oh, my. I was... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, listen, that was my reaction too. I I I put I, I was I, first I, of all what was going on over there. Jeremiah, I don't, I don't can you guys tell me? I don't know about that. Yeah, what with the I, pick he had to go into the Giants? Jeremiah, yeah. he went in like the second round, right? No, he went he went he went first round, I think. I think to the Browns 25th. Oh, not in the first round. He went second. You were no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. What are you guys yeah. talking about? Jeremiah Osua Karamora. From Notre Dame. In the second round, they, the they second said round that uh, he had a heart condition or something. Okay. but I'd like to hear Ahmed's perspective of the Giants draft because he's not a Giants fan, so he's not biased. Okay. All right. So I'll tell you this. When when the Eagles and Cowboys trade, I mean, that was, that was hilarious for me. But I will admit, <laughs> I will admit that the Giants made Cowboys and Eagles look bad in the end because that trade was a great trade. They found a very desperate team who needs a quarterback. They fleeced them for his first. Um, yeah, what was it like a first rounder? First and a third. And more picks. So yeah. just 
more capital, more draft capital. Um, that was a great move. Tony, guys, got a lot of talent. I really, I mean, if he would have, if he would have made it thirty-four, I would have loved him. And uh, obviously the Jets. So talent is there, and he's a great player. Even though Darishaw was available, um, the only reason why I won't give them like an A plus because they did not take one tackle, especially with Darishaw available. Especially okay, like in the fourth round, fifth round, take a shot. I mean, I think Trey Smith was um. Was the guy Banks still available when you guys had a pick? Banks went in the went, second round. I, I loved him out of Notre Dame. He would have been absolutely perfect. Like, that guy's a stud. He's going to be. I agree with you 100%. So, like, great draft, but not an A-plus because at least take one tackle. Like, keep Saquon on his feet. Keep Danny Dimes on his feet. So, but still, great draft. Yeah, that's the question I was going to ask everybody. I'm like, what? All talking about all the trading down getting the players like Aziz, getting Tony. And I was going to say, what do you guys think about not going for an old lineman? I think Semzel said it well. He put it in great perspective. I think Giants, I think the notion throughout the Giants organization was they didn't feel like they had value for the lineman there. Um, I, I was hearing like maybe at the second round, they, they would think about Landon, Landon Dick, uh, Dickinson, but he went to Eagles, I believe. So that's tough. But well, He grew up a Giants fan, by the way. He has a picture. He did, of I saw, yeah. Yeah, him too. <laughs> And it's just looking like the Eagles are, are like. Let's not forget, by the way, the Giants signed some offensive linemen in free agency. I, I I totally forgot about it they on draft day. Lineman just later. They took they took a center from they took a center from the Jets. It's a depth move. I get it. Yeah. They signed Zach Fulton from Houston, uh, who really wants an offensive lineman from Houston, unless your name is Laramie Tunsil. I get that point also, but at the end of the day, he did have some decent years and. He's bringing competition to the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Hernandez is in a contract year. Mm-hmm. He's been working out with 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 the with the guys in Arizona. He's been working out with them across yeah. the country. He knows that he he's next on a list to go if he doesn't step it up. So I think that they will improve. I'm not saying that they're going to be the best offensive line in football because you would have to be blind to say that. But at the end of the day they won't be last. I truly believe they won't be last. And yeah, there will definitely be some – they're getting better. They will showed be a lot of improvement at the end of the season. I think the best they, – they had the best five blocking games in the last five games of the season, I believe the stat was. Five something. out of the last six. Five out of the last six, yeah. And so that comes with experience. They showed improvement once, once, like, they had some type of continuity. They showed some type of improvement. Andrew Thomas is definitely going to get better. Definitely going to get better. Yeah. And – Pert, he showed some he, – he had spurts where he was doing really good. And then, obviously, I mean, he's not he's not going to be the best right tackle, but he, he can be a starting right tackle in the league. So yeah. Listen, if, if for a third-round guy, he, he gave up two sacks, I believe, in 150 uh, snaps That's, or yeah. three, three sacks in 150 snaps. Which it's not the a- best numbers. Obviously, you want zero. But, listen, three, three, three sacks in 150 snaps – it's not that bad, especially for a third-round guy in his first season. You know what and I mean? considering that you have no receivers that are getting open. Who also went to UConn, by the way. Small school in yeah. terms of football. Football, yeah. So, let's talk about the green side of New York. I know, listen, we Senzo especially, he's laughing now because he just can't wait to just make fun of the Jets. And me on this podcast, I've had my, my couple shots at the Jets, but... This draft, man, I, I like what the Jets did in this draft when you talk about Zach Wilson. Well, 
who I believe is quarterback too. I really like Zach Wilson. I'm just a little bit suspect in, in, in the Jets organization to do best for him. Look at what they did with Sam Donald. Um, but I do like Looking the new I do like the new coaching regime, though. You know, I like those guys. When you talk about trading off Elijah um, Tucker, Vera Tucker, freaking what a what a that's a great player to get. Ahmed, you were very happy, and that's someone that you wanted them to do, and they did it. And at the second round, Elijah Moore, what a player who I would have liked the Giants to get. Really, I would have liked them to get it, but I'm okay with Tony. So Ahmed, the floor is yours. Talk about your. Before before Ahmed gets into it, I just want to say polar opposite reactions just minutes apart between Tiku and Ahmed. Tiku yeah. just in complete like distraught while Ahmed was jumping up and down and what his team. Yeah, was he was doing, doing like backflips in this crib, bro. Yeah. It was crazy. But it was, go it ahead. Was heaven. It was heaven for like five minutes. But let's start off at number two, Zach Wilson. Um, my favorite, my favorite quarterback in this draft over Trevor Lawrence, if I really had to say it. But Trevor Lawrence, he's done it since high school. Listen, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson, you can say the competition wasn't there. You can say all this and all that, but he does special, special things. And when you see a guy that does special things and can fit this system, this Michael Ford system, Zach Wilson is that guy. So I love the pick at two. Plus, he's he's got swagger. And when you have swagger in New York, it's different. I mean, it's vibes of like Joe Namath back in the day. So we'll see what that. 14, trade up. Take Elijah Vera Tucker, probably the best guard or second best guard in the whole draft. Can play tackle as well. Very, very feisty, aggressive guy, big boy. And now that whole left side is is pretty much locked up with now him and Beckton. So that's obviously a great trade. Um, even though the Vikings still got Derek Shaw, um, it's still a great trade. And like you said, Elijah Moore at 34, he was still available. Elijah Moore, I mean, if you just watch the tape on this guy, total stud. I mean, A.J. Brown, who's one of the best young receivers in all of football, he's saying, this guy's better than me. I mean, I can't do the things that he can do. Elijah Moore, bro, he's a scary player. Um, also, also like a like a special type of player. Um, you know, you can run sweeps for him, screens for him, can go deep, all this. So, great pick. And then we get to uh, Michael Carter who a lot of people were saying that he was the best running back at UNC over Javante Williams. And I might agree. I mean, Michael Carter, especially going back to the system, you know, we saw the 49ers that had any running back in that system will, will run over you. And I think Michael Carter, big boy, great, great value at four uh, in the fourth round. Happy to have him. Jamie and Sherwood, who a lot of people were saying that he might be like a secondary player, but one of the best tacklers in all of the draft jets, if you watch Jets games, Jets do not know how to tackle. I mean, just, like, gets me so heated. So that's a great pick. And then we take another Michael Carter, <laughs> um, the second, from Duke this time. Also, I mean, if you watch the Jets, Jets need corners. And I know I know, it was kind of late to start taking corners, but my Michael Carter, I think at, at round five is great value. Same thing goes for the second corner that we took at round five. Jason Pinnock, who is very feisty, um, very raw, has a lot of work to do. But again, great value at round five. And I think the Jets, if you really look at it, definitely had like a top three, top four draft in the whole class. Um, so, I mean, I'm pumped. And the first time I can actually say it, I'm very excited. And Joe Douglas, Robert Sala, they're not Mike McCannon. They're not 
they're not Adam Gase. These are real football minds. Finally, finally, and I mean, here we go. Um, Bon, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first, bro? Leave Zach Wilson alone, bro. My opinion: Zach Wilson is at this moment quarterback three, but will be quarterback four coming out of this draft. Wow. I think, first of all, Justin Fields is by far better than him. Mm. And Trey Lance has a way higher ceiling than him, I think. I think that the hype around Zach Wilson coming out of his pro day, making that throw that multiple quarterbacks have made in-game. Daniel Jones, game first game of his career, yep. by the way, with pressure yep. in his face. Yep. Sam Darnold made that throw. Sam Darnold made even better throw. I think that the Jets organization – First, uh, uh, you said he comes in with swagger. He has no swagger. He's okay, he's, bro. He, he's not. He's not the flyest guy. In like, he looks like he a business star. Wearing suits and shit. But I'm saying on the football field. No, he's uh, yeah, swagger. He's a Mormon, bro. Coming in, coming into New York City. He actually. He yeah, went. He, he BYU's in Utah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. The pressure he faced in Utah in comparison to the pressure that he's going to face in New York City, he's going to have a hard time living up to expectations. That you have to be way better than Sam Darnold. And Sam Darnold is not a bad quarterback. He just had no type of help. And right now, yes, they have some more help, but they have no running game at all. Their run blocking is not good. I know Becton is a Beast left tackle, beast. He's an all-pro left tackle, but his their whole offensive line. Veritaco is also going to help on that, but again, it, it's going to take time, and I don't think he's going to have the time until the media starts showing him what the media does in New York City to players. It is going to be he has to be great. He has to be great from the jump. They're going to give him maybe three, four games because if he goes 0-4, 0-5, and he's not having good games, you're going to have a lot. I think Robert Sala is a great defensive coach, and he's going to be a great uh, overall uh, head coach. But their offense is going to be suspect, I think. And Zach Wilson is going to be the one that's going to be taking all of the blame because they went – and got him at two instead of Justin Fields. And Justin Fields is going to be doing pretty great things, I think. And Trevor Lawrence, he's going to be compared to Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. And they're going to, they have, they're going to have way better seasons. Now. And I mean, I know he has potential. <clears throat> he's, he's not a bad quarterback. I'm not saying he's bad, but I think that they should have went with Justin Fields because it was a safer pick. And he went to a big time school with a lot of scrutiny constantly. So he would have fit into that New York City media. Mm. frenzy that is constantly going around i mean you have to compare it to the nba a player like kd and Kyrie, right they went to brooklyn to avoid that scrutiny from new york oh my god you Good had to bring man. that up bro you had to bring that up the giants don't just in the giants you're sick find that you're sick for that scrutiny i promise you i promise you that's why he went because he he cannot handle that pressure he just can't oh and listen i don't know what he said about the jets but I take all that and what he said about Kevin Durant and Kyrie, bro. That's facts. But thank you. Well, you know, let's just talk about football that. still. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep it to football. Go ahead, Sams. All right. So this is how I feel about the Jets, in all honesty. 
Um, I think they hired the right guy. Where am I? Where am I go? I'm right here. He's here. He's here. Uh, don't get scared, bro. Your team. <laughs> um, I think the Jets are on the right path overall. Sure, for sure. I think they hired a very good coaching staff, Salah and and Joe Douglas. They did very well in terms of that. Um, when it comes to the draft, I would have definitely passed on Zach Wilson. But before I get into that, let's just say that, okay, they believe in him. Cool. Good pick. Uh, I love the Vera Tucker pick. He played every single position on the line, center, guard, tackle, left, right, doesn't matter. Whatever you, they ask of him, he does, and he does it well. Love the pick. Um, the Elijah Moore pick, to be completely honest with you guys, I liked Elijah Moore more than Kadarius Tony before the draft. I still think he's, he's a better player. Um, they're saying that he's, he was a better player overall than Metcalf and A.J. Brown. I'm not saying I agree with that, but uh, if he was 5'10", 5'11", he would have won in the first round, guaranteed, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, uh, Still should have went. Also, okay. also, like the Giants took pick with Tony, I think it's a luxury pick. I do think that they, they have a lot of other needs to address because they at the end of the day, you do have Jamison Crowder. Um, yes, he's not a long-term option. It might be his last season there. I get all that. But like, like I said with the Tony pick, Slot receiver is very easy to replace. So you could have took Javante Williams, who I, who I happen to like a lot. You could have took the, uh, another tackle. Tevin Jenkins was available. Now your right side would have been good. You could What you should have did, what I would have did, if I was GM, I would have drafted Asante Samuel Jr. in that spot. You need a corner. You need defense. Salah is all about defense. And let's be honest, defense wins championships. Now... I don't even I, I couldn't even name you a corner on the Jets right now. I'm sure they're gonna bring in Richard Sherman as a oh, as a vet or like you know to teach the young guys, which that's not that's not a bad move. But I think Asante, Asante Samuel should have been the pick there. Um again, Elijah Elijah Moore is a stud. He's he's an absolute monster. Um let's go back to Zach Wilson. I really don't think he's that good. Um the stuff he did in college, it's all cute. And, and, it's, and it's all it's, it's it looks good on paper, but when he played decent competition, uh, teams with ten plus wins, he threw he threw one touchdown, seven interceptions, and he's zero and five. That right there, being from a small school, is very risky. Um, at second overall, I do think they should have took the safer route. Um. Uh, I knew they weren't going to take Mac, Mac Jones, but even that, that would have been a little more justifiable. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, I wouldn't, I'm not saying I would have did that. I Listen, Justin took, Fields, I can see Mac Jones. I would have took Justin Fields. No matter what system you're running over there, he, the kid can ball out. You want him to yeah. game manage, he'll game manage. You want him to be a pocket passer. You want him to run. Whatever you ask of him, he's going to do it. At the end of the day, the kid is, a, is an absolute animal, especially after what he did against Clemson. You know what I mean? Um, I think that would have been the better pick. But again, I think the Jets are on the right path in terms of they're at, at least they're trying and they're making the right moves to them. We don't all have to believe in who they like at quarterback as long as they believe in him. Let, listen, let, let, I, let's, let's hope they succeed. I'm tired of seeing Boston win everything. I'm sick and tired of them. I hate the Patriots. I hate anything that has to do with Philly. 
anything that has to do with New England. Um, I don't think you guys are going to be able to beat Josh Allen. <laughs> but or Miami, luck. or Miami. What, what can I say? Miami. I, I'm not. A, I'm not a huge fan of Tua. I don't think neither. But their defense. I don't think he's that good. Um, you could ask Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith how they feel about him too. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Oof. <laughs> I think if you if the Jets took Justin Fields, they I would have told you guys that the Jets had the best draft. Mm. Point blank. I, I think they would have had the best draft. Can I add something? I think that if this exact team was not in New York, they would have traded that number two pick and kept Sam Donald. Mm. Mm. But because they're in New York and because the scrutiny that Sam Darnold faced and because how many Jets fans were hating on him and how he was all over ESPN and all that, that pushed them to trade him. And I think Carolina got a stud. Got a good player. I don't, I don't agree with either of those points. Oh, so keep me I out think, of that. I, I, but but let me, not a great quarterback, but you can definitely win the AFC Hold on, let me ask you a question. Hold on, hold on. Before, you, could hold on. Well. you could do well with the Sam Darnold learning team. And if they had traded back from the number two pick, they could have got a, a hole. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, and they could have used that to set up their team. Like, for example, the 49ers have set up their team where even though they have Jimmy Garoppolo, they're still competing at a constant level throughout the years. And then you end up getting making another trade when you get the picks that you need or you end up developing Sam Darnold. Because at the end of the day, Sam Darnold wasn't playing good enough for you to give him a sick contract, right? He wasn't going to – nobody no. was going to expect him. Okay, so now you could have still gotten a relatively cheap quarterback who has a lot of talent. He has a lot of talent. Even though he didn't display it all the time, he had the talent. And using that – to him playing bad and your team being overall bad to your advantage and not giving him a max deal – and then using the haul that you got from the number two pick to fix your entire offensive line and fix your defense in one draft, that would have been like at that at the end of the day, you don't even need a great quarterback to succeed. Can I can I add to that? Uh, what I want to say is, hypothetically speaking, right? Let's say they decided to keep Sam Donald. By the way, I don't think that they got rid of him because it's New York. They got rid of him because uh, many things. Joe Douglas didn't draft him. Robert Sala didn't want like. It was financially, financially, Zach Wilson's way, way cheaper. Of course, of course, of course. But he, but but this Sam Donald's entering fourth year. You have a fifth year option. But yeah. let me just make my point. Wait, I have a quick question before you go. Doesn't Zach Wilson have an injury history? Didn't he hurt his shoulder his freshman year or something? Yeah, like that? his throwing shoulder. Yeah, yeah, I mean, when he played and, his whole season, he's pretty good. And he and he's small. He's not a big dude. Six three. Yeah, he looks small, but he is. He gets Baker's pretty by, pretty small guy too. By someone like Aaron Donald. I mean, that's half the league. On your hands. I mean, bro, we yeah, saw what Aaron that's Donald everybody. can do. We saw that's everybody. We anyway, saw what AD can do, but yeah. Here, here's what I wanted to say. Let's say that they decided to keep Sam Donald. What they could have did was they could have either traded back, and and you don't you, they don't they don't they wouldn't have to go that far back. If if Sam Donald was still on the Jets, Carolina would have been on that on that pick. Denver would have been on that pick. Or even if they stayed at two, they could have drafted Sewell. You would have had Beckton and Sewell. Your offensive line is set Shit. for 10 plus, maybe 10 oh years, assuming they're healthy. And, and you could have drafted 
anything at what 23 you guys were at or whatever the case may be yeah. or you could have even traded up from that and got another yeah. premier player you know what i mean and and you could have ran out his fourth year you could have picked up his fifth year option ran out this fourth year with sam donald and see how it went because if i'm not mistaken you guys have two first round picks next year also yeah so you could have used let's say sam let's say you guys took uh, sewell you have beckton you kept sam you traded up and got i don't know a receiver hypothetically speaking or, or I don't know, a, a corner, whatever the case may be. Or you still you, got a lot you more. You see, Donald has a bad year. You don't know what's going to happen with Watson. You don't know what's going to happen with Rodgers. You don't know what's going to happen with Russ. And you don't know what's going to happen in the draft. You had two first round picks next year. You could have moved up. And the picks next year, are, like everybody's saying, they're gold. Because compared to yeah, this year, you had very deep. A lot of, a lot of people, the, very deep class. A lot of people uh, not playing because of COVID. You didn't have the. Um, what is, what is it called? Top 30 visits. Yeah. You, there's One so on ones with players. You just didn't have yeah. combine. And because of that, you, I mean, I don't know. Uh, me personally, I would have traded back, but maybe I'm, I'm not. A, I, I mean, so. listen, at the end of the day, I feel like you, there's, there's a lot of points that you guys are saying, and they're valid. And definitely NFL teams and the Jets especially have thought about them. But – at the end of the day, I cannot attack a team that goes for a quarterback who they think is a franchise quarterback. I really don't. And you can say anything about you want about Zach Wilson. If if this coaching staff really believes in him, and somebody in this coaching staff that I think is very vital in is Mike Lefeu, because I think he's Lefeu. really mine. Lefeu. Stephen I'm giving a Smith him a little, little, I'm giving him a little, I'm little giving him a little French, right? But I think he's a special guy. He's a he's a Shanahan protege. He's been with him for a long time. And this guy knows quarterbacks and he he knows what what's in there. And I think he's going to be a huge guy in the development of Zach Wilson. I think you guys are really underrating Zach Wilson's talent. I think he has a good potential. He could be in my opinion a top 10 quarterback. I really do believe that cuz he got a lot of talent that you guys are not giving him credit for. I think you said about how he played BYU BYU and he played top talent. That happens. BYU is not really a good team, bro. It's really not. But That's you why you can't go based tape. off the numbers he put up. Everybody he played against yeah. is going to work in, in Walmart. That, you're right. That's really fair. Cool. But we're not, But to be fair, looking at stats uh, in, 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 in college, is like that's not a great way to base a player. It's really not. You got to look at the tape itself and look what type of throws he was doing and the talent that he has around him. And he I do believe Zach Wilson has the potential out of all the quarterbacks in this draft. No. I mean, bro, because he's going to the Jets, maybe. No, 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 no. Anywhere he went, I'm saying he has the highest bust potential. I'm not saying he's going to be a bust, but he has the highest bust potential because Trevor Lawrence is kind of safe. Mac Jones is kind of a safe pick. You know what you're getting. You're not getting a superstar. You're not getting a bum. You're getting an average game manager type player. And and with Justin Fields, the talent is there. But Trey Lance. Trey Lance is a project, though. Exactly, yeah. so, and so, so you can't really say he's gonna be a boss. He's he's not supposed to be. Technically, he's not really supposed to be where he's at. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, but they traded up two two first they, rounders they for him. So that, a lot that, of pressure. Definitely, him. that makes your point valid. I agree that that could make him a boss candidate. Yes, example, but at the end of the day, they drafted him knowing he's a project. If a player like Patrick Mahomes was a bust in the NFL, nobody was expecting him to be as great as he was. He came in and he was yeah. behind. Um, Alex Smith, I think. Alex Smith. Nobody, nobody, he was a project just like Trey Lance. So nobody really expected him to blow up like he did. And if Trey Lance just goes half as much, 
day one on that draft. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it's definitely, it's definitely, listen, at the end of the day, talking about the NFL draft alone, we can go all day. 